0: Mark a conversation, verbal, elation, stimulation, education. This is Minaj with the Mary Jane Maven. When we on the air,
1: it's always a
0: lituation. Might talk about
1: some litigation, might talk about some immigration. Might talk about some politics, but never talk nonsense. Yes, we on in the slide. Watch and listen, it's a vibe. Watch it while you getting high. Or you can't listen while you drive. Just don't forget to subscribe.
0: Roll up. Trying to get high.
1: Welcome to Menage of the Mary Jane Maven podcast, with your host, the Mary Jane Maven. I am the producer, the hubby, the hubby, the hubby. Follow us on all social media: Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Show us some love and click that subscribe button now. Don't forget to click the bell so you get notifications, and click the like button on the videos. Yes.
0: And now, your host. <laughs>
1: Hey, everybody. What's up? What's up? What's up? I know you're seeing me in like the daylight. I know. It's crazy. This is a very, very special episode that we're doing today because our guest co-host is a very busy person. So when I'm able to get him, you know, get him here, that's when I got him here. So thank you so much for joining. You know, it's your girl, the Mary Jane Maven. I hope everybody's having a blessed and prosperous week. I can speak. Um, I hope that you guys are all full of good wealth, health and vibes, love and light to everybody. Um, this episode is actually going to focus on networking and the importance of networking, and networking in all aspects of your life, whether that be your personal, because networking can help you to build relationships and friendships, um, of course, and in your personal life and a combination, professional and personal. but it can do so many positive things. This guest co-host that we have today is somebody that I think has definitely perfected um, the resurgence and the importance of networking, especially the face-to-face kind of networking and the events that happen here locally in the City of Trees in Sacramento. Um, I told him the other day, I'm so happy I'm no longer posting events like this because I wouldn't want him to be my competition. Um, and he's very, very humble. And he says, no, there's plenty out there, which is a great mindset to have. So before I blab on any more, I do want to introduce you to somebody who I consider somebody to be a great great acquaintance, somebody that I'm very happy to have known on the business um, sense of things. He definitely helped me to develop who I am now because he used to bring so many people to my networking events, which helped me to kind of move my brand along. Um, If you are in Sacramento, this name is synonymous with events and the person that is the one that you go to for any kind of business consulting, any type of social events, um, this is a man. So I want to welcome our guest co-host. I want to thank him for taking time out of his busy day. And I welcome him to the Menage with Mary Jane Maven show, Trevor Fong, thank you yeah. so much.
0: Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm excited to share at least some of my experiences and some of the stuff we have coming up um, this month okay. and next, at least.
1: Yes, and uh, it's been something that has been long awaited because we all know we were grounded last year, um, and you really couldn't have these events. But I've noticed that you've slowly started collaborating and doing other events with other networking organizations. Yeah, and a couple of events since going on. So before we really jump into it, you guys know I have to start every episode with a quote. So let me get into the quote that I chose today, and. All right. So as I just mentioned, networking is not collecting contacts. Networking is about planting relationships. I love that one because that is very true. And I have one more, and I think this definitely describes a little bit of why Trevor's events are so good and why he's such a genuine person and why he's he's such a success. Um, You can have everything in life you want if you will just help enough other people get what they want. And that's from Zig Ziglar. Um, And that's the kind of vibe that I get from being around Trevor, being with people at his events, you know, seeing how people are waiting in line to, like, take pictures with you. I feel like, you know, pretty soon they're going to start bringing, you know, T-shirts for you to sign and shit like that. Um, But is that part of your motivation for doing what you do is being able to allow to help other people?
0: You know, it's evolved into that initially uh, five years ago when I opened up, you know, my, my first business. It was such a struggle for me to to make men's meet and pay rent. And I really got, it was really hard on me to continue to go out and, and ask, ask, ask people to wanna meet with me or wanna talk to me. And you know, I just got tired of it. And my thought was I could do an event where people would come to me if I just put on a really good um, event or show, which luckily I was able to, but you know, my goal for networking initially was get people interested in me. And once the platform or the event took off, then I realized I also had a duty to make sure that other people uh, got the same exposure opportunities that I had so that's been kind of like the goal of this thing is to open doors for everybody because absolutely. once you open doors for someone else it, it does so much more for you in return that way
1: absolutely I know that's why I do what I do um it's all about you know leaving a footprint of significance in the lives yeah. of others in a positive way yeah. um and and that's what you're able to do so Take a couple of moments and just let the people know what do, you know. Who are you? How would you describe yourself? Or you know, when you meet somebody, what's your like thirty seconds um, kind of elevator pitch about yourself?
0: Uh, you know, now when I meet people, I just introduce myself. I let them know a little bit about my business. It's probably like two sentences. You know, I'm an insurance agent in Sacramento, California, focusing on you know auto and home insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, but quickly, I transition to more the personal side. I let them know that I like to come to these events. Um, I really enjoy introducing them, and usually because even for me, I'm very actually um, introverted initially. Like I'll look for people around me and try to make it where it's like I can introduce them to someone. So quickly, if I find out what they do, whether it's in finance or a specific industry, I'll know who's in the room just because it's my event and I kind of grab the person that they should meet. So most of my time now, just because I still think I have a little bit of awkwardness meeting people, I try to think immediately like, what can I do or how can I help them? So Mm -hmm. my mind always goes to like, what guests should they meet? Yeah. Like, so like yeah. initially when I'm talking as much as I'll introduce myself, sometimes I don't even get to tell them about me. I'll just say, hey, thanks for coming. What do you do? And if they're mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm in, you know, commercial real estate. I'm like, oh, there's like some business owners you should meet over here. Yeah. I'll make sure to introduce yeah. you. So yeah. that's like my mind has changed from that elevator speech now to how can I introduce or grow their opportunities?
1: Yeah. And I like that you um, have that. What's so funny is if you guys follow him or you see his post about his events or, you know, he'll. People will tag him and post their own events. At least two or three times, you see somebody come in and go, "Look at Trevor trying to act like he's, you know, shy or nervous." It's oh, so funny that you think that that's like what, you know, what you're putting out, but you're not. Like it definitely it doesn't come off that way to other people. Like, oh, he's shy, he's awkward, or whatever else. It just really seems like you're just kind of like a laid-back person, um, very friendly, very personable, yeah. and then yeah, you get down to business. Yeah. Um, that's something that I learned doing networking because, as you guys all know. Um, I talk a lot and um, I, you know, I would get to my events, meet people yeah. and, and not to jeopardize their time. You know, I had to make sure that I got away from talking so much about what I do and, you know, allowing them to connect with other people. So it's a special talent remembering 100 plus people in the room yeah. and what they do and who you can connect to. But if you can do that, that's what helps to make you a success. And that's one of the, the reasons that I think people are so drawn to you. Yeah. Um. So, I, you know, I, I know we met a couple of times and we were talking about it before you started it. And I was like, yes, do it. Like, yeah. do, you, do you see the image that you have? And you're like, what image? It's and that's once again, I'm going to keep saying this. That's what's so refreshing about you is you don't see kind of the influence or the status you hold in the city. Um, yeah. So trying to
0: figure it out, you know, I feel like sometimes yeah. I feel like everyone else where I just want to, you know, meet new people. when you meet someone new whether they've heard about you or not, you know, you're starting fresh from scratch. Mm -hmm. So I think my mindset is always in that like build up mode where I know I have a lot to accomplish, especially when I meet people, you know, that's why I'm shy around a lot of people because I really don't know them or I don't know much about them. So I think at the end date, we're all in that room for a specific purpose. And Mm -hmm. um, I'm still probably not the best lead by example yet. There's still a lot of people that I admire that I see in the room that are a little more confident, a little more smiley or a little happier. And, you know, I try to feed off that energy, but you know, it's always a ever-evolving thing. But certainly from when I started to now, things have changed significantly.
1: Yeah, most definitely. So I like that you mentioned that your purpose is to help people and make those connections. Yeah. I noticed one of the other things that you do with your events is you'll have, you know, maybe another brand there. Um, I know one of the first events that you did, you partnered with a, um, I want to say she's a, a person in luxury like bag kind of designer if yeah not so thinking. we did
0: um we we brought in her um her kickstarter launch party into it because she was trying to do her own around the same time so i said mm-hmm. just come into mine and i thought there was value there because she had um started completely from scratch using kickstarter as a funding program yeah so for me that that shows um that you know you can live in this world and create and bring stuff into it and you mm-hmm. don't have to have money to do it you just have to have the dream and the effort and yeah. she used that Kickstarter. so I wanted her to come in and just kind of be an inspiration for those who you know maybe at one point had a dream but it wasn't realistic because of the resources so they went and followed a different career path but I yeah. thought her overall um, branding and her how that came together was amazing so it, it inspired me she was like the first business girl I knew out of my circle that like went and started their own thing
1: and had that perseverance and had that drive and that motivation and those things as, as an entrepreneur can be kind of waning, you know, um, yeah. you can feel passionate about it, but then you may hit a bump in the road and then that yeah. passion just kind of died. So being able to keep that going is, you know, is a strength that, you know, that is admirable about entrepreneurs. Um, so yeah. shout out to her. Is that something that you see that you will continue implementing within the different events that you throw, you know? bringing that, that's, in-
0: that's been the goal. I mean, it's it's hard because um... You know, I don't know necessarily the best stage or platform to do it on, Mm -hmm. but one thing we've talked about, not for this month's mixer, but for August going forward, I would like to bring in and showcase, you know, four local companies or people at a time and have them share their story. And I think, depending on how this one goes, I think for August, we would have like some kind of like MC and someone that's actually kind of hosting it a little more and introducing Mm -hmm. people. So I think we're going to open it up a little more in, in August as we feel, see how this first one goes on July 29th. Very good,
1: and I was going to say, give us some information about the next event, and I would love to talk to you about any future events, because I think a kind of focus on um, businesses of color yeah. that are in Sacramento would be a great platform to, to start off on. So No,
0: absolutely, and and the point of these mixers is to have um, equal opportunity for everybody in there, you mm-hmm. know, every type of business, every type of individual, um, but you know, for, the, for this mixer, just so you know, too, it's July 29th, uh, yeah. 4 to 8 p.m. at the mix, everything is on Eventbrite or the Instagram pages that are going through on the screen right now, Mm -hmm. but it's a free event and I don't have any intentions of ever charging for it. The goal here Mm -hmm. is to give everyone a chance to come in and meet people, whether they're buying drinks or food or not. You know, If you're a new business owner with very little money, you can just show up to this for a few hours, promote your business and it doesn't cost you a dollar if you choose not to even open your wallet. So it's great for people because when I first started, I was so negative in starting my business that I didn't have a lot of money to buy rounds of drinks or tickets mm-hmm. to events or or even i think when i met you you know it's like they like these tickets every week you know it, it adds up when you can put yeah. food on the table for your family or yourself yeah. so i try to remove the barriers to entry it's a, it's a free event you can come show up drink if you want but you know really you can show up for free and promote your business so yeah. july 29th is the next one four to 8 p.m at Mix.
1: and i'm going to admit when i hosted networking events i definitely understood the importance of allowing people to feel comfortable and coming when they had the money or when they didn't so people would show up and i'd be like you know what just promise me next time and i think this is how the like first time that you came other than how we were connected through um janice shout out um but i you came and i and a couple people were coming to meet you and i said you know what just come back next time and bring 10 of your friends you guys all came back and i think you bought like 50 so You know, and that's something that you do is in building those relationships. Um, But like you said, it's very important, especially when people are just now getting back to the swing of things, maybe just getting back to work. You know, I know a lot of people that became entrepreneurs during this last 15 months or so. So when you're an entrepreneur, money's not flowing as you know when you are a salaried employee. So it's super important to be able to have those you know opportunities, but not go broke doing so. Um, And I can tell you guys his events. Okay, come dressed. Because everybody in there comes dressed uh, to a T, you know, come put your best foot forward. Um, you will meet some awesome people. Yeah, you know, um, if you if you don't have money in your pocket to drink, then just come and have some water. You know, have business cards. Um, and just like I said, put your best foot forward. But then yeah. have some fun because it definitely turns into a little bit of a party. I will say, yeah, yeah,
0: definitely. <laughs> and then yeah. that's actually after from eight to eight PM to midnight. We do a second DJ set um this one we're gonna get a little funky and do some Motown monday vibes and uh so yeah so it would be fun but uh yeah so business up front party in the back
1: yeah right i like that i like that that should should be on the t-shirt there i think you should put that on there um so who has been the biggest influence on your life
0: i've had a lot of great i've had a lot of great people I think mentor me, you know, like my, my family's always been like the voice of reason. They're very Mm -hmm. um, humble. They're very low key. They've always tried to, you know, just, you know, just tell me like, you know, pay your bills, put food on the table. And, um, you know, that's all that's important. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I've had business mentors who I look up to, you know, there's people around me that I hang out with like Taro, who I think does an amazing job promoting, you know, McCooney and his brand. Mm -hmm. Um, my former mentor who has since retired taught me a lot about marketing and being outside my comfort zone. You know, he's like, you mm-hmm. can't get business sitting at your desk, you have to go out and meet people, you have to go yeah. earn that business. Um, you know, there's been a lot of people that I've learned from, It's, it's it hasn't been just one, but you know, there's probably like 10, 20 people that I've learned from. And I think that's what what I do now well, and maybe that's why I network with so many people, is there hasn't been a single person that's taught me everything. Mm-hmm. Everything I've learned, either through networking, through business, through marketing, through family life, through friendships, it's been a collective effort of a group of people.
1: Yeah.
0: Like my friends, you know, there's I have like 15 real close friends that I that I go to for different things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even in my family, I talk to them all about different things. What I talk to my mom about is not what I talk to my dad about. My mm-hmm. brothers and sisters are all very different. Yeah. So, I've learned that um to be successful in life, you have to embrace um you know, it takes a village, right, to raise yeah. to raise a child. So, Uh, In my business and in my personal life, I take that same concept, which is relying on many people for different things. I have some friends that are really good at relationship stuff. I have some friends that are really good in business. And I also Mm -hmm. have some friends that are just really well balanced that are very wise. And I go to them all for different issues.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's what you're saying. And I love that you are not just, you know, encompassing it into a business aspect. But everybody plays a role in your life. Everybody, yeah. you know, they're you know, like will say there's a chapter, you know, that every people that in your life, some may not be there by the next chapter. Yeah. I may be there through the entire end of your story.
0: Um, well, we're on different timelines too, you know. Like I've yeah. had friends that have um, you know, had kids and are completely mm-hmm. tapped out of uh, you know, a certain social life. And I have people yeah. that are one thousand percent invested in their business and that's okay. You know, time, life life is all about timing and you know, but right now, you know, I just I lean on people that, that need me and vice versa. And I think mm-hmm. that's been a great Uh, co-partnership in life so a lot of people I trust I just lean on
1: yeah so tell a little bit about your you know your 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 glow up per se um because I know people when I have guests on that are successful people automatically think oh they didn't have to work for it or they've always been successful or this was just handed to them through family um of course you don't have to tell us everywhere that you work but uh, you did start off just like many of us do graduating high school probably had just a regular job in high school or or shortly thereafter. Um, So kind of share a little bit about your journey and, you know, and and how you've gotten to where you are now.
0: I was was very fortunate enough to go to private school for high school and college. So I do have my diploma and my degree, but I was probably the lowest SAT score in the class. I only got into one college. Um, I did graduate with a business marketing degree, but I graduated Mm. during the recession. So really hard to find a job. Wow, so I actually yeah. worked retail from age eighteen um all the way to age about twenty eight. so ten years in retail. Yeah, wow. it wasn't until I went through some major life changes that I started to take my career path a little more seriously. Mm-hmm. A lot of my friends were super smart. Um, a lot of them around me became uh, lawyers or you know, went and got, you know their graduate degrees and mm-hmm. were super successful. And I always felt yeah. like I was like the low, the least successful because, you know the most i really made hourly was like 15 bucks yeah. you know in retail yeah. and the rest of it came in commission mm-hmm. but you know i never had uh, a clear path to a nice career um, yeah. i got recruited for my insurance agency through linkedin and i at the time it was just the right time but when i started the insurance office you know there was no book of business to get me mm-hmm. so i started mm-hmm. completely from scratch and you know i went into debt you know 50 over fifty thousand. it was very wow. tough um, you know, I, I was probably never going to be homeless because, you know, I have family that probably would have, you know, obviously take help me or taken care of yeah. me, yeah. but starting out, you know, when I started this business, I didn't know anyone that was doing insurance. When I quoted friends and family, it just didn't make sense. They were already mm-hmm. in a good place with their mm-hmm. insurance. So yeah. I really had to rely on door knocking early on. Um, uh-huh. I attended one mixer a week, probably for the first three years of my office. I'm starting my sixth year now. So the first three years were really tough. You know, I was, I used to wear, you know, clothes I'd get from like, uh, you know, Kohl's. I'd wear a nice polo, yeah. slacks, dress shoes. I, I didn't dress as casual as I do today, but I would just go out meet people and I would pass out business cards to everyone I'd meet, hoping they'd reach it back out to me. But after three, four or five years of doing that now, I'm a hundred percent referral. Like I don't really do much wow. marketing other than my events or just answering my social media accounts. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's changed a lot. It's like going to the gym. Your first day in the gym is going to be different from your fifth mm-hmm. year if you work strategically and hard and you're smart about how you're improving. And I feel like that's what I did over my five years is I made strategic adjustments. But I yeah. stayed with it for a long time. You know, I I, I'm, I don't like change. I like to do things the way they are.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you can do 10 years in retail, anybody that could do 10 years of retail, I give it to you. Yeah. You definitely build up a tough skin, though, and you build up skills that you don't even realize you have until you start to utilize them in another yeah, year yeah, or exactly. else you know another time in your life so that's awesome because i know i did two days in um retail i worked at i i got through the day and a half of uh mervyn's and then they put us on the floor and they told well they told us to go fold clothes and yeah. i was like mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. and i so yeah uh yeah. <laughs> i give it to you because it's not you know holidays and things like that and that's you know retail is a, a 365 kind of deal yeah so um to do that time that time there that's that's awesome um so what's what's the biggest challenge that you have um with your specific role right now um let's say as you know it's kind of being an entrepreneur but also creating you know this this networking and and uh, kind of entertainment you know aspect what would you say is the you know is the biggest challenge i think i i think as a, if
0: you're asking like you're asking today's challenges mm-hmm. i have two big ones that i know what they are i think number one is time yeah. i don't feel like i have enough time to really give to everybody there's, I get messages throughout the week or on the weekends of people inviting me to, you know, whether it be a birthday or something mm-hmm. special a gathering, and I just can't make all of them. It's, it's very yeah. hard for me to miss it, and I don't feel good when I'm not there or I say I'm, I'm busy. It's not a good feeling. And yeah. the second thing is too is, um, early on in my career, I had a lot of issues. Just I didn't have enough people I knew. It was, that was the biggest issue. I know it's kind of the reverse problem where I probably don't need to meet any more people. I probably have <laughs> everything I need right in front of me. Yeah. But now it's just about how do I evolve these relationships when that when that time piece is missing? Relationships, mm-hmm. connections, um, building up referral partnerships, those things happen over time with yeah. the time you invest in them. So me being um, shorthanded on time and also, you know, knowing too many, meeting too many right. people too quickly, mm-hmm. it's definitely affecting how efficient I am.
1: Yeah. So and it, to, like, it's, it's kind of a role conflict for you. Um, it's very hard. Because, yeah. Yeah. And then you are, um, you know, a father as well. You yeah. Know, um, relationships. Yeah. You have a personal life. So yeah. I, I can definitely understand on time. What would you say? Would you say if that's a, a goal for yourself? I, you know, I set goals for myself three months in, you know, in, in quarters, basically, like how I think of the year. But would yeah. you say that it's a goal for yourself within the next six months to a year to kind of be able to get that time in on that efficiency? Yeah, maybe even
0: sooner, you know, because summer's yep. going by so quickly. You know, we're already, yep. you know, in mid July coming into August. No. You know, I really want to get better on time so that, you know, I have my me time where I get to the gym, mm-hmm. I make time for myself, I invest time in friends and new relationships and old relationships, yep. and then making sure that that time with the family is unbothered. And then making sure, you know, because you know, my daughter starts school, I think, in the in the fall officially. So, you know, now her schedule wow. gets busy, right? So now she has oh, less yeah. time because she has to invest in school. So I think it only gets harder. So, you know, I've been reading books. Uh, the only books I'm reading right now are, are books on either mindset for personal growth or habits that evolve to both personal and business. So I'm yeah. reading Atomic Habits right now by James Clear, which is an amazing okay. book for yourself or for your business or for your employees, your staff. Yeah, I think it applies to all aspects of life about the habits affect what happens to you. So I'm trying to apply that concept to how my schedule is. So and that's, that's kind of where I'm at.
1: And, and that's, you know, he's dropping just nuggets here, guys. So I hope that you guys are paying attention to just the different things that he's saying. Yeah. Um, that's something we should always do. I know a lot of people are like books. Yeah. I don't care what you do, get them on Audible, get them on, you know, the Kindle app on your phone. I'm you old, definitely... so I get paper
0: books. I can't do the Kindle and stuff. I, I'm not yeah. as techy as people think.
1: <laughs> I don't want to do that. I actually miss the, you know, the, you know, moving the pages and smelling the books. And, but I've oh, yeah. always been an avid reader. So, yeah. um, that's something that I think that as that's part of self care. That and a piece of advice I would give out to people: try to read a book, if not a, a week, a month, one yeah. book per month, whether it be for fun, whether it be for you know for self improvement, personal development, business development. Just take the time to do that. That definitely adds to your self care. If you yeah. go get your nails done, take that book with you. You know, if you're on the treadmill, take that book with you. Um, it definitely helps to give you a different insight and it allows you to be a little bit more accountable um, yeah, for your changes.
0: Yeah. I think I've noticed it. too when I read or uh, discuss these things with other people, my brain starts thinking differently mm-hmm. and sometimes um, just boosting your thought process opens yeah. up a lot of doors. Yeah. So, One thousand yeah, percent.
1: I like that you say that too because I, we don't, we, we have our phones so much. I mean, yeah. all my notes and everything on my phone, but so I, it does so much for us. It does so much of our thinking for us. That you're you're absolutely right because the conversations that you have or just your personal thoughts when you read a book, that's allowing yeah. your creativity and like you said, for your mind to, to work, you know, and I think it misses that. I think our brain yeah. definitely misses the ability to work a little bit more for us. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I um everybody's gonna be surprised. I promise I was gonna keep this to about half an hour. So I have just a couple more questions and then yeah, we'll go good. ahead and let you talk about the event. Um, you know, just remind everybody about it. What would be your advice to um to your children, let's say you know flash forward your daughter thirteen years from now um you know comes to you and says, "I'm not sure if college is the right choice for me maybe you know I want to go ahead and and join the business or I want to be an entrepreneur yeah. what do you what what would you say what would be your response to that?
0: you know I think about this a lot because for me school um never felt like I probably got what I should have out of it. Mm -hmm. I was never Mm -hmm. a studious person, but I understand the importance of accountability and habits. Mm -hmm. So knowing that now, like if I could talk to a younger version of myself or even a younger, you know, my my daughter, as she gets older, I've realized that things eventually change. Mm -hmm. Problems go away on their own sometimes, Mm -hmm. but the result or where we end up in the future is a result of what we do today. So. You know the ten. The next few years are going to go by. College is going to come and go. It's it's a short window. If your life, it's only four years. Yeah. The average person, I think, lives to like ninety now, or, or, or eighty five or ninety, right? Yeah. That's life expectancy. Yeah. So four years of that is is what half a percent, or like what is a couple per a couple percent of your yeah. actual life, right? So tune yeah. up. Um, you know whatever the numbers are in that, but it's it's a very short window of your life. Yeah. So I think what I would tell my daughter or just whoever now is, invest that time and just enjoy it because four years of college goes by. If it's not for you, it's not for you, but going there will help you self-discover what you Mm -hmm. really are. Mm -hmm. When you're younger, especially in your teens and 20s, you're still figuring out where your place is in life. And for me, I always rushed to try to get to the end result (laughs) and I never enjoyed the process. So that's like now I'm paying consequences for that and I'm going backwards trying to figure out how do I enjoy this more? Yeah, but I just yeah. hope that people understand that everything you do in life is um, not for today. It's for tomorrow. You have to live in the present, but work for tomorrow. Yep. And I think that yeah. mindset is something I'd want my daughter to have. I'd want her to seriously look at what she's doing today and go through the struggle and learn from it and then come out with a little more character at the end. Yeah. So I would encourage be them to just do it. it and learn from it.
1: Yeah. Oh, I love that. You're giving me chills because that's that. Yeah. yeah. See? Yes. Yeah, so applause, applause, Applause. I yeah. love that. <laughs> so. Um, last question. And then like I said, please share with us. I'm gonna be at the event next next week, guys. So you know okay. you better be there as well. Um, but the last question is what do you want
0: to be remembered for?
1: Or how would you like to be remembered?
0: And are we talking to like as far as like business entrepreneur side or to like my kids?
1: Everything. Like on like when you think about it, you know, and I, I don't want to be morbid, but what would you like for people to say? you know, uh, to say about you, their best memory, whatever it may be, being personal business,
0: whatever that may be.
1: I know for I've me, mine is I, that, that yeah. she's passionate
0: because yeah. that's, yeah. I think just really simple, just that he was, you know, if if I, if something happened to me and someone I had to ask about I me, mean, I would just say it would hope They would say that he was a fun, loving, giving, caring person, yeah. you know, the other stuff, maybe, sounds good. You know, like, it'd, it'd be nice to say that guy was cool. That guy was, you know, like trendsetter, whatever the mm-hmm. terms mm-hmm. are now, but just as long as they had good things to say, and they said that he was having yeah. fun caring and that, yeah. you know, I was better off in my life having him than not having him. That's yeah. simple. Like I don't need anything super crazy. As I've gotten older, I've kind of outgrown all the stuff I thought I cared about. Mm-hmm. And I've realized now that one thing that has lasted is I love being a kid. I loved growing up and having fun and doing stupid stuff. And even today, you know, sometimes being mischievous or doing stupid things, it's funny. It's, it's the laughs, the memories. I was at a birthday dinner last night and the best part was just telling jokes and telling stories about the friendship. It was, it was a good friend's Mm -hmm. birthday. And the best part was just laughing, telling them stories that, that we had done over the last few weeks. And to me, that was better than any gift, you know, we could open or give her. So I think just, uh, having those fun, amazing memories and then people sharing it. That's, that's all I would want.
1: Yeah, that's so super important. Whenever we get together with our friends from college, that's what it's like. And we always end up going, man, if we could go back or just be together for like a week again, you know, Um, you know, and it's, but it is very, I think that's one of the most important parts of life. Um, When you can look back on the times where you're like, man, we were just sitting around talking shit. We were just sitting around the bonfire or we were just, you know, we've been kicked out of so many restaurants because once we're there, you know, we eat for hours and they're like, okay, we're cleaning up around you guys. Can you guys go now and take it outside? You know, but it's yeah. it's time flies, but you you appreciate it. Um, yeah. And I, I feel so confident in saying that that is exactly how you will be remembered because that is, you know, those are all everything that you said. I think those are the most common descriptions that I hear of you. Um yeah. You know, you're so busy at your events, but me being around and when you're there, people go, well, do you know Trevor? Well, how do you yeah. know him? And then you end up sharing, a, you know, a a mutual feeling, thought, antidote, something about you. I've talked to so many people yeah. who I've been able to meet who end up, you know, are closer to you in your circle. Um, so one thing I will say is that you guys about the events is that Sacramento is growing so much, but it's also so smart, so small. Yeah. Um, especially when you network and collaborate. So these are the events that right now, especially if you're trying to get back out there. I know I've met a couple of people that come to events just because they've moved to the area to meet people socially. So it's funny. I've seen people used to come to my event singly, and then months later they were coming together. I've yeah. seen it at a couple of your events as well. You know, people that met at the first event, now that's where they meet up once a month. So it can, you know, it can definitely help you a couple of ways. It can help you with your business, your your personal side. It can also help you, help you with your business and professional side. So you guys definitely get on Eventbrite. Check it out. But um, why don't you go ahead and leave us with once again the date, the time, you know, and anything that you want to say about it, and I'm gonna let you get back to your busy, busy day.
0: <laughs> yeah, so July 29th, which is uh, next Thursday at the Mix Downtown. It's a free event, um, four to eight p.m. and then eight p.m. till midnight. We're gonna do two DJ sets. Uh, the first one is house music by my buddy Alex Gold. The second one is some Motown funk uh, from eight to midnight from DJ Epic, who also does Motown Mondays at Lowbrow, but Really good time. So I think I think the goal of these events is uh, multiple things. It's a place where you can come, uh, meet other like-minded professionals, business owners. Um, you can make new friends there. Uh, you can bring your friends and have a great time. It's definitely a more professional environment than you know would be like a standard club night. Um, it's somewhere you can come out if you have business cards and pass out and you know get new people in your circle. I've had people come to these events and make new friends. I've had people come to these events and, and close deals. But the door is wide open. There's really no tricks to it. You either come to have fun or come to promote your business, and I think it'll really be a good spot to do it. It's probably the largest mixer uh, in Sacramento that's free and open yeah. to the public, so it's yeah. definitely a good time. But July 29th, 4 to 8 p.m. is the initial networking side, and I'd love to meet, you know, some of you people there, some of the guests, the listeners. I mean, whatever, whatever it takes. I'd, I'd love to see you guys.
1: Yeah, yeah, we would. I would love for you guys to come on up and say, "Hey, heard about you know yeah. from the podcast. I'm here." Um, that would mean so much. I know, I think to both of us as, you know, entrepreneurs and creators, um, but I do want to thank you so much. You guys, if you've listened and watched before, you know that I've talked about his events. I've shouted him out a couple of different times, um, and I'll continue to do so. I really, um, cherish and I'm thankful for being able to meet and be connected with you and for the kind of, you know, business acquaintanceship that we have, um, And anytime I've asked anything of you just to meet up to talk about some things, you've been right there. So I appreciate that. Um, Yeah. So you guys come on out next week, Trevor. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for your time. Um, And uh, if you ever need anything, you know, come on, let's, let's shout it out. You know, you can use my platform to share. So you guys, thank you so much for joining. Like I said, I know it's early. I will be back with a couple more episodes this week. So make sure that you are, your notifications are on. Make sure that you like this episode as well. Subscribe, share, you know, shout me out. You guys know how to get in contact with me. And don't forget, I am now on Full Swap Radio as well. FullSwapRadio.com. You can find the show um, a couple of days a week. Um, actually, this is on Sundays. So Minaj is on Sundays at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. And you can go on and download the app, or you can go ahead and listen live through the website. So Full Swap Radio, I'm now part of that fam. Um, you guys have a great day. Love and light to you, as always, and you will see me soon. Thanks again, Trevor.
0: Bye-bye. All right, thank you, guys.
1: Monthly is the monthly cannabis subscription service for Northern California. They offer a variety of boxes that you can customize to fit your preferences. Each box will always have a value exceeding $150, but all you have to pay is just $100. And that's each month. What's up, everybody? You know who it is, your girl, the Mary Jane Maven. And I wanted to talk to you about something a little bit different today. You know, not only am I a maven of all things cannabis, sex, you know, basically what color the sky is. No, seriously, though, um, you know, one of my other loves is music and I definitely want to be able to provide a platform and a different, uh, you know, just foundation for those independent artists out there. I believe that if you have a talent such as music, um, and you have the the know-how, um, you have the, the drive and the passion to want to be a solo independent artist and kind of own your own work um, as you well should, then definitely let me help you out. I work with Stereo. Stereo is a fantastic platform and app, which will allow you to have a couple of different things. A broader fan base. You can increase the fan base you know be in front of people that would have never heard your music before um, and then also it's going to provide you analytics that are super imperative to you understanding what it is to be an independent artist and to you understanding how to continue on within the industry and be as successful as you want to be. So if you are somebody who has a passion for their their art, um, you're an independent artist who can be signed to an independent label, I want to hear some of your music. Um, it needs to be mastered, it needs to sound like it's just ready for the radio and that type of quality. And I'm sure everybody puts in that kind of effort and work into their music nowadays. So once again, it's the Mary Jane Maven. Take control of not only your talent, but your destiny and your future. Hit me up so we can talk a little bit about how you can become part of the Stereo family.